the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Ken Sukuri Ministries. Scripture tells us in Psalm 34, 18, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. These are the ones I look on with favor, those who are humble and contrite in spirit, and who tremble at my word, says Isaiah 66, 2. We find beauty in brokenness when we choose to sit close with Him and trust that He is listening. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, our words of healing in Psalm 147.3. Brokenness is a blessing because it puts us on the road to a breakthrough. Brokenness to Beauty with Brittany Francis, founder of Ken Sukuri Ministries, starts now. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the program. It's Brokenness to Beauty, and this is, wow, we're really close to the holidays, Christmas, New Year's. And it's just the two of us today. It is. This is Brittany. Anybody who can see us, Brittany, <laughs> Suzanne. <laughs> well, I just wanted to, first of all, say thank you so much. Uh, Susan Simon, she is our senior ministry and media strategist here at the radio station. And today we came on because the new year is coming. And I know that a lot of people with the new year have a new idea for what they want the following year to be. And I cannot think of a better time than to talk about it right now and with a better person than somebody who strategically helps those figure out how to get their heart and their ministry across to different listeners and across different platforms. And the other piece of it is you're being given dreams and you're being given visions of what the Lord is calling you to do. Let's talk about that. And let's talk about how you create a situation where you not only fulfill your calling, but you fulfill, first of all, the Lord's calling, what that looks like, Mm -hmm. because business strategy is actually biblical principle. There you go. The Lord wants us to operate in excellence. He wants our businesses to be excellent. And any Christian, any Christian, and I say Christian because you actually have to be a Christ follower. That can be a term that's used very loosely Mm -hmm. lately, but any Christian who operates in the business world needs to operate with not only excellence but needs to understand that their number one strategy should be who can I reach for the kingdom through whatever calling that they are called to do and called to fulfill. So thank you, Susan, for You're coming welcome. on. Oh, I well, wanted to bring up a couple of scriptures and okay. then I want you to come on and tell them all your vision, a little bit of your testimony and share your heart. Genesis 2.15 says the Lord took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and keep it. The Lord has put us on this planet to work it and to keep it. That is the number one call, so to speak, that I don't believe that very many people understand. They, they say work. He says work, keep. And so it wasn't just to multiply. <laughs> it was to work and keep what was given. And so that is the first piece, the first scripture that I want to talk about. Because Susan has a beautiful testimony and also one that many people 
many women and men can actually align with. But women, may you be, may you hear her testimony, testimony and be encouraged that you too can fulfill God's calling for your life and be a media strategist, a senior media strategist. It sounds so good when you say it. <laughs> it doesn't sound great. Like when so. I say it, I'm just like, oh, that's my job. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so official. So know, Susan, right? please okay. fill us in a little bit about okay. yourself, your testimony, what the Lord has called you to, all the things. Well, thank you, Brittany. I mean, and thank you for making me sound really, really good. That's awesome. I've had a heart for business since I was pretty young. My dad was an entrepreneur. My parents are immigrants. I grew up in the Jewish faith and my parents left England because England was not a great place for an entrepreneurial spirit like my dad. So he moved the whole family across. In fact, he convinced everybody to come over and they were all mad at him sometimes, but it ended up being really good. And he initially thought I should go work for Ford. I should go work in the car business. And so he did that. He hated it. And so back in the day, you could work for collection agencies repossessing items. And so he did that as a second job, as a side gig. And he loved the idea of being able to help businesses, but he didn't want to go around repoing. And he knew that legislation was coming to stop that sort of behavior and that it would be more relational. So he decided to buy a business. He bought a business in California and moved us out there. And so I was raised in California in a very non-structured Jewish household that was very heavy on business, but also integrity and the acknowledgement of God, but no religious surroundings. You know, no, I was going to say, isn't yeah. it interesting? Okay, because I know mm-hmm. that your, Jew- your background is Jewish. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get into this today, but I think that we need to mm-hmm. upcoming. Isn't it interesting that most of those from the Jewish descent are extremely gifted and extremely called and work with complete excellence. I mean, it's incredibly interesting because they work with their whole heart and you know that there's an anointing on them. Yeah. So, well, in our history, I mean, if you look at it back in the day, this is before Christ, we were really scattered in many, many lands. Yes. And we had to fit in, in many, many lands. And so what is a better way to do it? But business. Yeah. If you can show somebody else how to make money, they're going to be your buddy. That's right. And they're probably not going to kill you or do whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a good thing. You got to last. And so for Jews, because we are widely spread, we are Jewish no matter what, but we're not necessarily in concordance in terms of how we worship in our faith. So it's interesting. So we'll do another show about that. But anyway, I used to go with my dad to the office and he had a big sales organization and he taught all of his collectors when they went on the phone with people that owed money. These people are suffering. They're having a horrible time. You be nice to them and you help them figure out a way to pay that debt. Mm. You help them figure out a good way to make good on their promises and don't make them suffer. Okay. Even though you have, at that point in time, you could call up somebody and yell at them and do all of that. He was like, no, we're not doing that. We're going to do it the right way. He also instituted us being homeschooled. So I was part-time homeschooled. And he was a real innovator for his time. I just didn't realize it, but he was. So concurrent with that, we moved to a nice neighborhood and no Jews in that neighborhood. So I start getting invited to church. And my parents were so easygoing. I would say, Mom, Debbie wants me to go to church. And, you know, we're going to go to Farrell's afterwards or something like that for ice cream. And they would say, okay. And they never said, don't do anything or 
look out for this or anything like that. They were very, very sweet, nice about it. And the people who took me to church, they were very kind to me. So they didn't try to witness to me harshly or anything. So I would just go to church and I loved it. I thought it was really fun. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about other people. And from that point on, even though I never really thought, well, I should become Christian, I became very attracted to crosses. So in the 80s, when I was in school and, you know, dancing to Madonna and she wore crosses, I thought that was cool. So I went out and got one. And my parents just sort of looked at me and went, rebellion, that's fine. And they let me wear it. (laughs) So fast forward, I met my husband. And we were driving to Austin one day, and he asked me, if we have kids, how are we going to raise them? Good question, right? And so I said, well, I think we should do what my parents did and let them just figure it out for themselves. And he was like, no, that is not going to work. Go in the back seat. There's a Bible back there. And so he witnessed to me all the way to Austin. So from Houston to Austin, that's about a three-hour drive, the way my husband drives. Hi, honey. (laughs) (laughs) You are slow. Um, (laughs) He's a slow driver. So anyway, um, he witnessed to me. And about two weeks after that, I thought, well, maybe we should go to church. I wasn't working here yet. So we start going to Second Baptist Church. And then he called me one day and said, this is a long time ago. So if you've been with KKHD a long time, you'll remember this. We used to have a show on called The Bible Answer Man, 530 at night, Hank Hanegraaff. And he calls me up one day and he says, oh, you got to turn on this. Uh, we were on 1070. So you turn on 1070. There's that guy on there I was telling you about talking about angels. So I listened to the program. In the middle of that program and the other program, they ran a commercial for a salesperson. And I thought, nah. Well, anyway, a week later of listening, I called them up. And after, I think it was 12 interviews, they hired me. They really put me through the ringer. But I've been here ever since. So that was 20 years ago. So how, how was it growing up, knowing that your dad was the entrepreneur mm-hmm. and jumping in as a woman, as an entrepreneur, how, how, explain yeah. that piece because okay. you've been here how many years? 20. Okay. 20 years. So we're going to get into, we're going to discuss yep. quickly the biblical principle, but first, mm. how was it as a woman jumping into a world where predominantly it was mostly men in the business mm-hmm. at that time? Totally. How men. was that? He didn't want me to get in sales at first. Okay. He wanted me to be a secretary. And I told him, no way. First off, I'm terrible at it. I just, I don't have the patience to do it. And me I've got, neither. I've got, <laughs> can you relate? Right. No. But I do have the mind to be a business person. And I just think that way. And when I think about business, I think in pictures, mm-hmm. I, I see it visually. So when I'm designing a campaign for somebody, I actually see it visually. Mm-hmm. And the hardest part is to get that vision into words so that I can help somebody understand what I'm visualizing for them. So, but anyway, I've learned how to do it better and better over the years. But he told me, no way, you're not doing it. So I went out and I got a sales job somewhere else. So then he fired me and he never, ever, ever hired me back to the business, but he started giving me sales coaching. This is your dad. Yeah. So he bought me all kinds of books and he did all sorts of fun (laughs) things like that. You know, it's interesting. He didn't want me to do it, but then once I did it, he let me do it. Wow, he knew. Yeah. And so then he started teaching me. He said, you know, the reason that we came to America, because my parents are immigrants from England, he said, the reason we came here is to have freedom, and you've just exemplified the freedom. You did what you wanted to do. You made your case. You're free to do that. So I have to support you. That is so neat. Isn't that cool? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So he wouldn't uh, hire me, though. (laughs) (laughs) So Exodus 3510 Mm. says, all who are skilled among you are to come and make everything the Lord has commanded. 
In Proverbs twenty two twenty nine says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. We have all been given gifts. We've all been given talents. We've all been given calling. And it's just so interesting how this just flows because these were the next scriptures. And you were saying how people can fight against you. Even the people that you love the most can mm-hmm. say that you're not called to do this. Mm-hmm. However, if the Lord says, oh, no, they are, mm-hmm. there is no fighting that. And so that's the other piece. You've been given a calling. You've been given a vision. That's a God calling and a God vision. As long yeah. as it's honoring the Lord and it's honoring his word, yeah. then you can probably compare it to his word and say, yeah, this is not a, a vision from the enemy. This is a vision to advance God's kingdom. Absolutely. And so you didn't know that at that time, mm. but you listened and you said, no, this is still the calling that I have. And Kings, it says here, everything that the Lord has commanded and he will not stand before Kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Do you see this man skillful in his work? The man skillful in his work, you're going to be called. You're going to be desired. You're going to be wanted for your talents and your giftings. Be prepared for that. You know, be prepared this next year, the year 2024, that although I know that the enemy is going to be coming against the church in a different way than we've ever seen before, I truly believe that 2024 and 2025, there are giftings, there are callings that have been called out and are being pulled out right now of your heart and of your mind to advance the kingdom because there is going to be a greater harvest than what we have ever seen before. We had Anan a week ago mm-hmm. and he was talking about the billion soul harvest. This is happening, but we need businessmen and women to come on board with that idea because it's not just going to come from the platform of media. It's going to come from the platform of kingdom business owners and those coming into the kingdom to advance the kingdom in a different way than just ministry work. So with that, would you explain what your next show is going to be and why God put this kind of on your heart? So we're working on a project and we're working internally. I have an internal partner who I'm not going to name yet, but we've been talking about this. So I had a vision and this other person had a vision at about the same time to do either a radio show or a podcast or both about where ministry and business meet and conjoin and how so many business people that we know are in business. They're incredibly, incredibly dedicated Christians and they do all of the right thing within their business. But when it comes to marketing, which is my expertise, most often what we talk about is here's a product or service. This is where you can go get it. Here's the benefits of it. And this is what it costs but we don't talk about the heart behind the business. Mm. There's just not enough time. You have 30 seconds or a minute to be able to say what the people out there viewing or listening or reading need. So if you're selling tires, you have to tell the people, here's where the tires are. We've got the best composition of tires. And you we, need new tires. Yeah, you need new tires. <laughs> we have the best prices on tires, but you really can't go behind and say, we're praying every day or I'm praying every day or I'm taking time alone with the Lord every day and I'm bringing forth that level of integrity into my business. And excellence. Yep. Yeah. So we need a showcase for that. We need people to hear and see and read about other people doing what they're doing because that joins us in, I don't know, I just saw it in my head, like a golden chain almost of just connecting us to one another, to the community and to God. And so go. 
You're going to say something. Well, this is cracking me up because Why? isn't it interesting? <laughs> well, I, I, something just came to my mind. What? Okay. A lot of times we're going to get flack for this, right? Mm-hmm. Bringing mm-hmm. on just Christian businesses. Why? Because Christians are encouraging and only supporting other Christian businesses. Give me a break. Here's the deal, Christians. Okay. You should be helping your Christian businesses and supporting your Christian businesses. That is where your money should be going. We're supposed to support one another because we know that we are tithing, that we are giving offerings, that we are doing the things to advance the kingdom of God. So here's the deal. Those of you who are not maybe Christians who are watching or listening, hear me. You're probably going to go ahead and support another business that aligns with exactly what your thoughts are in this world. Okay, so we've got those and I'm going to be dare to say those who support the pride movement. Chances are they're going to go ahead and they're going to support Mm -hmm. the businesses that support pride. Come on, Christians, get on board with this. Okay, this is something that we really need to think about. If you want the kingdom of God to be advanced, you better know where your finances are going and you better know where your money is going. Because we it does say in the Bible, we are going to be held accountable for every moment, every heart thought, every motive of our heart, Mm -hmm. and we're going to be held accountable for where every penny that we spend goes. And there's something I want to say here because it's really important. So if you listen to KKHT or our sister station, KNTH, you will hear advertisement for all kinds of businesses and services. Some of those service businesses are under compliance which means they have regulations to follow. So maybe they can't say out loud Mm. because of compliance, we're Christian. Maybe they can't say anything other than here's the script and this is what you have to say and this is your limitation. So I would encourage you, if you hear an advertiser on any Christian station, ours of course, but any Christian station, look behind, go to the website, see what those people are made of, and you're going to see some really great things. Because in my experience, advertisers don't come to Christian radio unless they're comfortable with the whole deal. Yeah, that's right. No, so that's right. There's some really good people that you might say, oh, you know, it's a bank or something. Well, a bank can't say they're Christian. No, but there are some awesome banks. Yep, that are Christian. in the Houston area. Yep. I, let me know, and I'll send you on over to them. <laughs> there you go. So the other piece, the last piece that I want to mm. speak about, and this is near and dear to my heart because, you know, women's ministry, the whole mm. part that I have, I think a lot of times people confuse me with women's lib. I am not women's lib. I'm actually just the opposite. I know that men were created to do certain things and women were created to do certain things. That's right. So one of the scriptures that for a while bugged me, I mean, I'm just going to be honest, was Proverbs 31. And I don't know why, other than it was a major heart condition on my part and a major misunderstanding of what Proverbs 31 actually spoke about. Hmm. If you know Proverbs 31 about woman, a woman and what a woman should be, then you probably studied it a lot better than I have. You talking or about the I S did. word? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So Proverbs 31, the words of King Lemuel, it was an oracle that his mother actually taught him of how to select his wife. And she actually encourages him to get and find a woman that's actually a businesswoman. And I just think that it's just so neat because once I started realizing that I had a heart condition against Proverbs 31, the Lord really got on my heart. And he said, you know, I need you to really dig into my word and what I'm actually saying here. And it says right here, Proverbs 31, verse 12, she does him good and not harm all the days of her life. But 13, 
She seeks wool and flax, and she works with willing hands. She is like the ships of the merchant, and she brings her food from afar. She rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and portions for her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hand, she plants a vineyard. She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. She puts her hands to the distaff and her hand holds the spindle. She opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. The reason why is because she is an incredible businesswoman. Mm -hmm. She knows what she's doing. She knows the vision that God has given her for whatever she's supposed to sell, whatever she's supposed to do, Mm -hmm. and she does it with excellence. And she is a crown to her husband. You don't have to have a husband in order to be a crown to your husband, the husband, the Lord God Almighty. You don't have to have a husband here on earth in order to bring glory to the Lord. After the Lord opened my eyes to this, it was like, this was years ago, but it was like, oh my Lord, we are called to bring him glory in all that we do. And Susan, when you said how many years ago, 20 years ago that you got into this market, it's interesting to know and to see that now (laughs) we were talking about before we went on the show, you are the senior ministry and media strategist. You are above, you are a Proverbs 31 woman because you do things with excellence. Women, we are called to do all that we do with excellence. Don't be sporadic. Don't say, oh, I'm going to jump into this business and then jump to the next and jump to the next. That's not what Jesus said. That's that's not what he called us to do. Do what you are called to do well. Check before your feet hit the ground. Check the vision that God has given you for 2024 and ensure that that vision aligns with what there's good and then there's God, right? So ensure that whatever you're being called to do, you get confirmation after confirmation. How many confirmations did you get about the radio program that's going to be coming up oh, or the hundreds and hundreds? Yes. I'm going to give you a little tip. If in your mind you are saying or you're talking to yourself and you're saying, I cannot not do this, mm. it's probably because you're guided to do it. If that's it right. keeps coming up and keeps coming up, that's the other person that I'll be working with. We'll be announcing this soon, but the other person, we had the same exact experience. And we almost came up with the exact same name for what this That's was. That's a God thing. The same vision, the same everything. And then I'm pushy a little bit. I will put forth what I want. I'm not in a mean way. I'm not rude. I'm not anything like that. But I'll say it and I'll keep asking. I'm, I'll say it this way. I'm not pushy. I'm insistent. Ooh, I like that. So it makes me good in sales. That's Proverbs 31. Am I correct? <laughs> yep. I mean, she's persistent. Yep. She's insistent. Yeah. I an, love that. So I brought this up to our bosses a few times and they were like, eh, well, maybe we'll talk about it. Let's do it in your next meeting. You know, that sort of thing is sort of putting me off. And then this last time, once everything came together and I brought it up again, they were like, okay. I didn't even say anything. We have two minutes. We have to do an altar call. We are going to do an altar call. Here's what I would say to close out. Just first, thank you for having me. How fun. It's so exciting. It's so cool. It is a hard time to go into business right now. Yeah. But if God's hand is on you, the favor of the Lord is on you. Absolutely. And you have to do what Pastor Callie said. So Pastor Callie was on with us a few weeks ago, and she did a call out to baby boomers and for everybody to look at the baby boomers and do one thing. Come on. And she said, 
do your business, do your work with integrity. Amen. Do all that you do with excellence, with the Lord at the do forefront of what your mind. You say you're going to do. So, if you want to have God's hand on all that you do, you have to be a follower of Christ. And so, with that, we have about a minute left. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you want the favor of God to fall on you, and you want to work for something bigger than just a paycheck or do something bigger than just bringing money in, then you need to be a follower of Christ. And you can just pray the prayer, Jesus, all I know is that you died on the cross for my sins. You thought of me. You thought of my mess. And you're going to turn my mess into a message. Lord, I'm giving you all of my broken pieces, every single piece. And I know that you will return those broken pieces as one, as one piece of a whole vehicle that you're going to use to get me to the next spot in my life. Lord, I thank you for all that you are and who you are. And I thank you with anticipation for what you have in store for me. Now you're part of the family of Christ, a body of believers, the kingdom of God. Congratulations. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Susan. You're welcome, Brittany. You've been listening to Brokenness to Beauty with Brittany Francis. Join us every Thursday evening at 5.30 p.m. To hear this program again, go to kkht.com and click on the podcast. For more information, visit kintsukoriministries.com, K-I-N-T-S-U-K-U-R-O-I. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.